1: This is Heidi St. John. Welcome back to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Friday. (laughs) And I'm kind of excited. I'm excited on a couple different counts today. The first reason I'm excited is today's the first day that Dorinda is back. I'm back. Yay, Yay, Dorinda. I'm back. I'm playing this music in your honor. Wait, stop and listen. A moment of silence for Dorinda coming back to the podcast.
0: (laughs) The accordion, really, Heidi? (laughs) You're welcome.
1: I know you would like that. I've been like, okay, what should I do to help Doreen know how, how much I can do? Which is not a I feel yes. so loved. Yes. Well, you are loved in Thank fact. you. So it's not just you that's exciting. What else is going on tonight? Hey, hey. It's Friday hey, hey. the 26th.
0: Yes. We have got a great conference going on oh here in Vancouver, goodness. Washington. Tonight. Yes. Not Canada. Washington.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you are thinking it's Canada, it's not. It's not. It's really not. No. It's here. We are really—I mean—we're pretty much busting at the seams. We for this are.
0: One. I am super yeah. excited. It's the biggest conference we've ever had. Yeah. But we have room. If you—if anybody wants to come and join us last minute, we will make room for we you. We will
1: pull up a chair. For absolutely, you. absolutely. And we've got some serious swag going on in the we conference do. tonight.
0: These swag bags are going to be awesome. Yep, some great giveaways with
1: Tyndale, mm-hmm. and they have sent some really awesome things. And YWAM has something really special that we're not they even saying because those of you who aren't coming are just going to be jealous and send us hate mail. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you, but we're excited just to have women come tonight,
0: and we're Mm going to dig into the Word Mm -hmm. and just see what God's going to do. That's the really exciting part. You go and you get all these great little little other things, but boy, when God meets you there, it's just, it's something life-changing, and that's what we're looking forward to. Absolutely. So we've been praying for this for a long time,
1: really excited. Uh, For those of you who have not yet registered, you can still do that if you're in the area, Um, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash come away. Mm-hmm. And we are taking registrations at the door. And in fact, I, I'm not sure, but I think online registration might be closed by now. Ooh. So probably you'll just want to show up at the door yep. and we will get you fixed up there. We're doing lunch for you on Saturday yes. and dinner on Saturday mm-hmm. night. So this mm-hmm. is an all-inclusive women's right. event. Right, right. Yes. So we're excited. So where have you been, Dorenda? You I, just left me here high and dry. What's your deal?
0: <laughs> well, I went down to California for a little while. Oh, yeah. catch a little raise. Yeah. yeah. Well, and a little hospital stay. A little hospital stay. That's yep. mostly what I saw. Mm-hmm. My dad was in the hospital, but- um, He's doing better now. Yes. I'm so thankful. It, I'm telling you, power of prayer. Yep. Because he was in a bad a bad place and mm. uh, he had uh, pulmonary embolisms and wow. everything's pretty much resolved and he's back home and- feeling a lot better. Good. So thank you. Well, welcome back. I'm uh, glad I'm glad you're here. I don't have as much fun without you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, we're going to jump into a pretty heavy topic today. But before we do, I want to really quickly say, because I'm going to forget if I don't, uh, my speaking season starts in just mm-hmm. a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I'm heading out to Tampa. I'll be there the first weekend in March and then uh, going to be up in South Carolina. And Jay and I are going to be staying in Chattanooga for the next two and a half months. So yes, I'm going to get are. my Tennessee on. <laughs> <laughs> next time you see me, I won't be able to stop saying y'all. That's right. (laughs) And Dren will be like, you're from the Northwest. We say you guys here. That's right. Yeah. If we were in the UP, then it'd be you guys, you guys. guys. (laughs) But you know, I'm going to try really hard not to mix up my accents while I'm gone. I'll do that just for you. Good plan. Okay. You're welcome. Um, And you can find my speaking schedule by going to HeidiStJohn.com and look up, uh, click at the top of the um, page. There is um, a graphic that actually has all the places that I will be. And I will be virtually everywhere. Yeah, I was going to say you're going to be pretty much crisscrossing the nation. Crisscrossing the nation mm-hmm. from now until the middle of June. So right. we uh we covet your prayers for our mm-hmm. family certainly. It's it's no big it's no small thing. It is a no. big thing. It's no small thing <laughs> when you're driving uh that many miles yes. uh, cross country with your yeah. kids. So we've done it for about 10 years now so we're used to it. Um but still, you know the bickering in the car, it can get It old. doesn't make it any easier. <laughs> <laughs> I can still get old. Um there's a lot of stuff going on in the culture right now. Looks mm-hmm. like uh yeah. Looks like we might be uh, sending Donald Trump to the White House. Moment of silence <laughs> for the death of conservatism in the United States. That's right. I know some of you guys don't like that very much, but I'll tell you what. I'm a little concerned mm-hmm. at, uh, at Christians and our voting habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I but I still believe, like you do, I know, Dorinda, that mm-hmm. God is still on the throne. Absolutely. And he knows exactly what he's doing. And that's kind of mm-hmm. what we're going to be talking about today. That's right. uh, we're going to talk about the radical cost of following Jesus because there is a cost involved. And yes, I think a is. lot of us don't realize mm-hmm. the cost. I think mm-hmm. we want the gift. Right. right. We want we want the gift of eternal life. We want to spend uh, eternity with the Lord, but we don't really necessarily want to live for him. Right. We don't really want to live
0: like we've been redeemed mm-hmm. and live like we were bought mm-hmm. With a price, right? Um, if, if but you, we have been. That's right. And in the New Testament, when Jesus was calling his disciples, there was always something they were leaving behind. And and I, it's interesting because you know he's always he's very aware of our idols, the things that that might keep us from that. Yep. And so yep. it's you know there is a cost to following him, and it means we've got to lay those things down. Mm-hmm.
1: Not easy to do Mm -mm. in a culture that's used to uh, getting whatever it wants. Exactly. You know, I was talking to you, I think, about this, uh, about my experience. My very first experience, I went to the caucuses Mm -hmm. this time, and we're going to podcast about this another time, so I won't spend a whole lot of time on it here. But it goes to my point because it was a sacrifice for me to go do that. I've never gone to a caucus before in my life, but I'm looking around me, and I'm not kidding, the world is on fire, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. And so my husband and I and my mother-in-law, we were finally like, you know what? We better, you know, get involved in not just the voting uh, that we've done for you know years and years, but the mechanism right. by which we are able to vote. So we went mm-hmm. to our very first caucus here in Washington State, and I was shocked to see only like fifty people mm-hmm. turn up, turn out for the caucus. I was amazed. I actually signed up to be a delegate. I'm kind of excited. I told my husband later, I'm like, I think I need like some sort of a ribbon. It should say <laughs> I'm a delegate. So when I go to the grocery store, people will be like neat. (laughs) What's that for? But my point is, uh, it's not free. That's right. And Christ's death on the cross for us, Mm -hmm. our freedom is not free in this country, which is why we need to be involved in the political process. And Christ's death for us, which set us free from sin Mm -hmm. and the bondage which comes along with it, and death, which Mm -hmm. is the ultimate end of sin, Mm -hmm. was not free. That's right. It was an incredible uh, sacrifice for him. And there is a cost involved. We are listening uh, to Pastor Jeremy, uh, who is a wonderful guy who pastors our church, Calvary Community in Camas. For those of you who live in the area and you're looking for a good church, check it out. Um, and he was talking about two kingdoms. And we, you know, we talk about this all the time on the podcast. It's mm-hmm. what we're going to be talking about tonight at Fearless. We're going to be right. opening up by talking about the spiritual battle that we're in. And I wonder if, if many of us have just kind of, you know, we've taken for granted our freedom in this country. Mm-hmm. We've taken for granted the fact that uh, you and I, Dorena, can get on this podcast. Yes. And we can talk about whatever we want to talk mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. and no one's going to shut us down you mm-hmm. know and i think we've gotten lazy mm-hmm. really lazy mm-hmm. in our walk with the lord but listen to how the apostle paul so in the book of colossians the apostle paul uh, is talking about the preeminence of christ and jeremy's point was saying that um god the god that we serve is not just a, like a tool in our kitchen right. that we would use right. right he is our everything he's not just something useful mm-hmm. he's he should be our everything. So listen to what the Apostle Paul says. If you guys have your Bibles, you can go ahead and turn it, uh, open them to the book of Colossians chapter one, starting in verse 13. Um, and here is the Apostle Paul describing for us the God that we say that we serve. It says, he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. This is talking about Jesus now. He is the image of the invisible God And through him to reconcile himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Hmm. That is the story of it's the gospel. Powerful. It's powerful, mm-hmm. and I think we've we've forgotten that we are fighting an incredible battle uh, in our lives, and certainly around the world. But I, you know, my little corner of the world right here, uh, I keep thinking about. You know, what's going on around me. And we watch videos. You know, I we watched that video a couple of weeks ago about this guy who lives in Seattle who's fifty-seven years old, but has decided he wants to self-identify as a six year old girl. So he left his wife and seven children. Oh my goodness. And for real, like I couldn't believe it. And so this this guy is interviewing people on the streets of Seattle and they're going, What do you think about that? And these people were like, Well, I guess you know, I guess that's okay I guess you know that's all right and we're interviewing Christians and Christians are going well you know whatever we shouldn't really interfere whatever he wants to be and I'm thinking to myself we have forgotten who mm-hmm. we serve mm-hmm. when we claim the name of Jesus we we are called to represent him that's right and he is not silent mm-hmm. on these issues and yet for some reason the Emperor has no clothes right now mm-hmm. and I wonder if Christians have, have forgotten the sacrifice that the, the radical mm-hmm. cost mm-hmm. that God had to pay in order to save us so that we would not be dead in our sins. That's right. Remembering what
0: we've been saved from. Yes. And I, I remember I was, they were at church with you this morning as well. And I loved what he said about, we live as people who are thankful for that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're grateful for what he's done for us mm-hmm. and you know, continually aware mm-hmm. of what it took um, for us to have that relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And it's something we take for granted, just like so many other things. Yep. Um, but it, it behooves us to stop. And I think that's what we're trying to do right now mm-hmm. is just to stop and think about the sacrifices that were made, you know, by Jesus mm-hmm. for us so that we could have salvation and we could have this personal relationship with God. Yep. Yeah, it's so important, and I and
1: I wonder if what, if what the message that we're sending to our children when we're unwilling. Remember, I I told mm-hmm. you last week you weren't around for it, Dorinda, you missed this. But <laughs> I talked about uh, the movie Deadpool on my right. Facebook page. It's sort right. of a casual post, and man, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what: the trolls came out, the haters mm-hmm. came out, mm-hmm. even Christians who were trying to make excuses for watching this kind of garbage. Right, and I was. I was thinking to myself, what are what is it that what is the message that we're sending to our children mm-hmm. when we say that Jesus is Lord and we go to church and we raise our hands and we know all the right things to say, but then in our private lives, we're not willing to make even the smallest of sacrifices. Right. Um, men and women, I really believe if, if we can't I think bigger sacrifices are gonna be required here pretty quickly. Yes, I agree. And if we can't master the little <laughs> ones, you know, like, hey, maybe not watching, you know, what is what can only be construct, you know, uh, Seen, I, in my opinion, as sort of almost soft porn and murder right, and rape. Right. Why are we allowing these things into our home? Mm-hmm. You know, I said uh, last week in sort of a follow up um, uh, post that I believe that the the entertainment industry has Christians around the throat mm-hmm. because we're unwilling for there to be any sort of cost involved in following Jesus. We mm-hmm. want Him to be the Lord of our salvation, but not the Lord of. Our lives, and we're getting into trouble. And I think that um, often Christian parents, we feel that our kids, you know, as they're watching us, kind of navigate the choppy waters of the culture. Our kids are going, "Oh yeah, you know, Mom and Dad said that that was okay." Or Mm -hmm. we'll say, "Well, we don't want this is this is the thing I really liked." We'll tell our kids, "That's not for you because you're too young," right? (laughs) But then we go ahead and watch it. Why? Because. Just because we're older, right. and now obviously, I mean, Schindler's List. There are some things that kids right, are not ready right. for. Um, I, nobody send me hate mail, okay? I understand, but oh my goodness, if we if we're going to tell our kids this is the standard, and then not live up to the standard ourselves, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. then the
0: message we're really sending them is there is no standard, right? Right? right. It's just subjective. It's super confusing for our kids too. Um, I, I heard some a friend of ours said one time one of the most confusing things a parent can do is to be a hypocrite. Yeah you know, if you're going to mm-hmm. do something, be consistent, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, do what you say you're going to do, live yep. what you really say you believe. Yep. And that can be challenging. And yep. you're right, it does require sacrifice on our part. But um certainly, it's worth mm-hmm. every bit, mm-hmm. you know, you look at what Jesus did for us. And, yes. you know, out of gratitude to him, you know, yep. and he gives us that strength, that strength to overcome mm-hmm. sin. That's what, that's what the cross was all about. Mm-hmm. We can overcome. And-, and really, that's what you're saying. I mean,
1: there is, there's good news. And I think that's maybe right. with all the bad news, mm-hmm. I just like to interrupt this podcast with some good <laughs> news. okay? Because <laughs> okay. there's so much bad news out there. there I feel is. like every time there we turn is. on the radio or yeah. the television, uh, it's just bad news. Uh, and I you can you can feel overwhelmed by it, and mm-hmm. I think um it's okay to grieve and we've talked about this before. Right. It's all right. I remember you and I talking about when the Supreme Court decided that um gay marriage was uh a thing, mm-hmm. you know, and legalized it or whatever. And I just, I literally wept
0: mm-hmm. because
1: I know that that breaks God's heart. God, who is the designer of marriage, who's the one who created men and women, who said that for this reason, a man should leave his father and his mother and be united to his wife and the two should become one flesh. He is he is weeping right. over the sin that we are committing as a nation. But there's good news in it. And in the good news is, of course, the power that comes through the gospel. The That's good right. news is that we have been that we've been redeemed and there is no power on earth that's greater than the gospel of that's Jesus right. Christ. And I think sometimes we we forget to live like that. That's right. Right? So it's so easy to become um we're we're so wrapped up in our grief mm-hmm. that we can become despondent. Right. And instead, we need to get out there and say, "No, right. we are going to live like people who are
0: grateful, like people who have been redeemed. Our lives are going to look different." That's right. And it's and it's it's um The thing I love about it is that Jesus honors a childlike faith, Mm. you know, a simple faith. He said that he reveals himself Mm -hmm. to those who have that kind of faith. Mm -hmm. And that simple faith is just going to him and trusting him, Mm -hmm. you know, just like a child would trust their parent. We trust our father to take care of us.
1: Can we trust him with this election? We can get out of town. <laughs> okay, so in in light of that, and I'm actually, we're gonna uh, we've got about ten seconds to wrap this up. But in light of this, I think let's pick this up again mm-hmm. next time, and we're gonna continue talking about the radical cost of following Jesus. And we're gonna give you guys a couple of things that you can do to follow Jesus in your everyday life. That's mm-hmm. gonna help you live a life that is exactly what God said it should be, which is to be set apart. There's no power on earth greater than the gospel of Jesus. The good news is the only hope for humankind. We'll see you back here next time.